0: episode 89 of Stage really. I'm your host, Phil Rickaby. I don't have an interview for you today. I've got something a little different. I, uh... Well, I've been looking at the news this weekend, and I'm sure that you've been looking at the news this weekend, and you're seeing what I'm seeing. You're seeing... You're seeing Nazis and people wearing Nazi regalia And reciting racist slogans, carrying torches, descending on a town. We're seeing them beat people in the street. And we're seeing the police do nothing. And you know, one of the things that we get to do as Canadians, and especially if you're like me, if you're a white Caucasian Canadian, you... Often feel like you can get a little smug and feel like that doesn't happen here. At least we're in Canada where that kind of thing doesn't happen. And we get to think that way because if you are like me, you are a Caucasian Canadian. But if you are not, then you know how much that is bullshit. And you know what it's like to be pulled over. For being a person of color. For being carded. For being a person of color. For going into a store as a person of color and being followed or having security called on you. You know what I'm talking about. So, I'm a little pissed off today. Both about what's happening in the States and about the complacency that we feel that we can have here in Canada. But this is a theater podcast, so what does any of this have to do with theater? Well, let, let, me, let, me, let me get to that. Because I'm thinking about how representation matters. And how important it is that what happens on our stages reflects the reality of our society. And to get to the point where the, what happens on our stages reflects our society, we have to see more people of color on stage. And we have to see more plays written by people of color on stage. We need to see more women on stage. And we need to see more plays written by women. And we need to see directors of both by, who are both women and who are people of color. And we need to see it now. But we don't see that. You know, there's only one theater in Canada that has a person of color at its head and a woman, and that's the factory theater. Nina Lee Aquino is the only artistic director of a major theater company in this country who is a person of color and who also happens to be a woman. And shouldn't we be better than that? And yet, every time we turn around, whenever there is a vacant spot at the head of one of the our theaters in this country we find another white man placed into that role and those white men when they are when they are putting their seasons together they predominantly select white men as both writers and they also select white men as as directors and so the diversity that we see on our streets is not reflected on our stages we should demand more. And not just the people who are acting in those companies. Although we have a voice and we should be saying that that is bullshit. We should be telling every time there is a, another white man appointed as an artistic director of a theater company. We should be telling them that that is fucking bullshit. There are people who are more qualified than some of the people that they have been installed. Who should be leading those theater companies. But they're not because the boards of directors are staying with the status quo. We need to fucking shake things up, guys. We need some change and we need to demand it. And we need our audiences to also demand it. If there's a vacancy at the, for the leadership of a theater company and they are considering and looking at only white men, we should be causing a fucking stink. We should be raising shit and demanding better this is fucking canada and we should be demanding better but we should demand better of ourselves when we're independent theater producers as well we tend to look at our own work and and what we can do uh to promote ourselves and to, 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 to work ourselves. But we need to look around ourselves and make sure that we are not raising up only ourselves. We need to work to raise up those around us. We need to give voices to women, to people of color. We need to do that. If we are in a position of uh, where we can do that, if we're in a privileged position, we need to use our privilege To make space for other people. It's not enough to be the... Oh, fuck, I'm going to say it. I hate it. The white savior raising up those around us who are in in a less privileged position. We have to make space for them. It's not enough for us to stand by and hope that somebody else does it. It's not enough. We need those voices on our stages. We need those voices. You know, the thing thing about it is... Is that... The thing that we're seeing in the States... And this thing that that we're seeing... On our stages... And in the leadership of our, our theater companies... And the fear... That has to be behind putting... People of color into those positions... That's... I wonder... Is that white fragility? That's definitely what we're seeing in the States. Where the big complaint, the oppression that these Nazis feel like they are under, is that they're not the only voice in the culture anymore. Is that what keeps people of color out of, out of leadership in our theaters? Might be. You know, because it's, it's easy when we look at, uh, if you're a Caucasian like I am, if you're, if you're a white guy. It's easy to look at some things that are happening in, say for example, the Ontario Arts Council. The Ontario Arts Council wants to promote people of color getting grants. That's a major thing. If you're a woman or a person of color, they, that's, that's a thing that they are wanting to promote, I'm ashamed to admit it, but the first time that I heard that, my response was, but what about me? But what about me? And that's a really selfish thing to think. And again, I'm really ashamed to admit it, but that was my first thought. But what about me? Then I shake myself out of that a little while later. And I realize the stupidity of that. But you know what we call that? We call that white fragility. That's what that is. That is the fear that you will not be as important as you were before. That your voice won't dominate. It's a real thing. And I struggle with it. I really do. And I'm trying to get better with it, you guys. I'm trying to get better with it. Um, and I, if you're in the same position, I hope you are too. But I'm trying to get better with it. and I'm trying to, to identify when I have those thoughts and to think through it. And to really, I'm trying to come to terms with it. It makes me angry that that's a thought that I had, and it makes me angry that I know that there are other people who are having those thoughts, and and uh, I hope that they examine themselves too. I don't even know if I'm being coherent, and I know that that's something I've I've said a couple of times already because I'm I'm really pissed off, and I don't know. I don't have a solution, you guys. I don't have a solution because and I don't have a solution for a couple of things I don't have a solution for for racists I don't have a solution for that well oh, I know I have the solution I love the idea of punching Nazis but I'm not, I'm not a puncher going to make an exception but here's the thing complacency is ugly Complacency is what allows these things to happen. Complacency allows a man like Donald Trump to get elected. Complacency is what allows Nazis to go without shame into the streets. And allow themselves to be photographed. Proudly. We can't have that here. And so yes, it starts... It starts every day, but it also starts when we when we see theaters who are thinking about putting another white guy into a place of leadership. We got to call bullshit you guys sometimes we're afraid to sometimes we're afraid to rock the boat if if we we're afraid that maybe if I rock the boat that I won't get hired by that company or something like that. Maybe if I rock the boat, they won't consider me for their season. And maybe that's true. But if we don't rock the boat, they will never be changed. So let's rock the fucking boat. I don't know. You guys, do you do you have a solution? Do you know I mean, how do we get this epidemic of white guys I guess maybe epidemic is the wrong word, but it's the word that came to mind. So let's call it an, epide- ep- an epidemic of white guys who are leading our national theaters. How do we make a change? How do we change that? What do we do, you guys? What do we do? I want to hear if, if you have a solution, if you have an idea. You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at StageworthyPod. You can find the website at stageworthypodcast.com. I'll come back to you later on with a with another uh, with an interview. So we'll see you next week.